Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto, and today's guest is uh, someone we haven't seen for a while, and one of our favorites, kind of, and uh, we're glad to have her back, uh, and she really does feel like more of a guest now because we haven't seen her for probably six or seven episodes. Uh, it is the uh, mermaid-loving fitness expert uh, with the stripper uh instagram handle <laughs> what's up deb i can't i could not hold that in that last part that pause especially that was, that was great you weren't sure hello was welcome back hello josh did you miss me and my antics so anyways what are we talking about today <laughs> <laughs> This has been before. No, well, yeah. Before we started recording, I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna. We don't know how this is gonna go. I've been out of practice. How many yes. episodes have I missed again? Hold on, I'm gonna pause there for one second, just to let everybody know okay. uh, how serious she is about what she just said. She's like, I don't know how this is gonna go. I'm out of practice. And I said, not a problem. And I started to go. Welcome to the Character Combine podcast, and she's just started giggling <laughs> uncontrollably. We didn't even get the intro out. So yes, she is out of practice. And I just want to let everybody know that. I very, yes, very so, much so, but it's good to be back. It so is good. Bear, as much as I, go ahead. Everyone, I was going to say, <laughs> this is going to go great. I can tell already. Everyone's going to have to just bear with me and yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, Josh played a, but we can't play it now because we're afraid of copyright issues and whatnot. Yeah. But he said, I have something, I got to play something for you. And he held up his phone to the Zoom camera. And it's a scene from The Office Yep. where the Spivey brothers will appreciate this. I think so. Uh, it's um, where Michael is hugging Jim and says, the progital, my my progital, my son returns. That's right. And that, <laughs> I, I had that uh, clip saved for a little while now um, mm. because I'm like, eventually she's going to come back. Even though a couple of times on the podcast, I probably made it seem like you might not come back. And uh, I, you. I know at a certain point, I'm like, I don't know. These jokes probably aren't funny to anybody, but I enjoyed them. So I kept telling them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm hey, finally, she finally followed through on her two weeks, uh, oh. two, two weeks mm -hmm. notice that she's always talking about. Yep. Just dropped off. I just want to say this too, because uh, Deb just took a sip from her water bottle. It's weird. Over the last six or seven episodes, we haven't had that sound. <laughs> in <any of> episodes. <laughs> it's like all these, all these weird oh, things we, we missed. Yeah. But no, in all but. seriousness, uh, we did miss you. Uh, it was weird um, not having a, a podcast partner. So uh, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. It's been yeah. weird not, not recording. It's definitely it's good to be back into a routine. And I'm kind of like accepting that this is going to be normal life right now with all right. the Zoom right. stuff happening, you know, with just all the different things and, you know, which brings us to our topic of talking about um, the new CIF rules with public schools and just um, 
for sports. It's crazy. But before we get into that, I kind of want to explain to our listeners why I've been gone to, so that they kind of kind of know. But yeah, it's anyway. difficult for Deb. Everybody bear with her because, <laughs> um, she, you know, she has an issue, basically. I was <laughs> <laughs> kidding. No. <laughs> I got back from rehab. I'm just yeah. kidding. No, no rehab for me. No. Um, my, my sister actually had a baby. And yeah, so, congrats um, your sister. Thank you. I am a proud auntie. Um, and he is one month old already. So, but what happened was, so she had, um, she has a history of preeclampsia. So I don't know if anyone, if you don't know what preeclampsia is, it's basically high blood pressure during pregnancy. And depending on what stage you're in, it can be very dangerous to mom and baby. Um, But she had a, it was a scheduled C-section on a certain day, but um, unfortunately the preeclampsia kicked in. So she had to have an emergency C-section a few weeks prior. And so that's what caused my abrupt All right, Josh, bye. I'm leaving. I don't know when I'm coming back. I'm going up to see my sister and her new baby. (laughs) And so, um, so me and my, myself and my family and uh, my, and her in-laws are up there now. We kind of have been taking turns just kind of being up there helping out. Well, and then there was a, a short scare of my sister actually returning to the hospital after having baby for a few days. She's fine now. Everything's good, but, um, yeah. So anyway, so that's why I've been gone. So we have a, have a beautiful nephew now and, um, and, but now I'm back. Um, and it's funny before we started recording, Josh was like, jokingly, but not, it's not something to joke about obviously, but we jokingly were like, what if everyone thinks you had COVID? <laughs> oh yeah, I did say that. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I'm like, no, I was like, well, but I did actually, I took a COVID test before going up to see my sister. Cause she lives a few hours away. And, you know, just to be like, say, I don't know, you don't know, you hear these all asymptomatic people. And I don't know, like, obviously, I feel great. I don't have any symptoms, but I just took one anyway, just to give herself peace of mind. Right. Um, and I wore a mask up there until I got the results. And then um, it was negative. But it was interesting. Yay. So I had, yay! I know. Well, now that I'm back in sack, who knows? <laughs> Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Um, so basically, next time, if Deb's gone again, it could be uh, the could Corona be. got her. It could It could be. But hopefully yeah. not. No, I know, right? <laughs> We're so horrible. Um, but it's in the, so the test, I was afraid to get the test because I've been hearing, you know, how they like stick a swab like up your nose and it goes up and around your brain and it like touches your brain. So I'm like, great. I'm going to pretty yeah. much get a lobotomy going into this thing. So, um, but it wasn't, they just do like where I went for my health, you know, health insurance care place. They just did a swab to the back of the throat and then they do a long, like a giant Q-tip swab in both nostrils. So it mm. kind of practically touched my brain, but it wasn't bad at all. Um, okay. so just to tell, yeah, just to let anyone know if you're thinking of getting one, it's not that scary, but, um, yep. Negative results. I do not have Corona as of three weeks ago. Like I said, I'm back in sack, so I don't know what the story is now, but there we go. (laughs) Well, that's why, uh, so that's why I've been gone and now I'm back and I'm sure Josh has missed me greatly. mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I think things have been going pretty, pretty well without you, but that's okay. 
you know, we're still glad. <laughs> I was kidding. It's, the it's show really, goes on. We had some, we had some awesome guests that, uh, yeah, I saw that, that came on the podcast while you were gone. So it had nothing to do with me. Um, I just basically had to press record and let our guests talk. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as yeah. much as I, I joke, no, it was, uh, you were missed yeah. and, uh, now we're back and we'll see how long now we're back. I still feel that way after having you back. I may have changed my mind. It's like, you know what? It was better being a solo act. And, uh, <laughs> I want to go back, <laughs> I want to go back to how it is. <laughs> okay. I'll just put my two weeks notice back in. Perfect. <laughs> Which is funny. Not that we, we haven't talked about this uh, uh, publicly, but the funny thing is we, we talk all this trash to each other on this podcast about how like, I don't want to be your podcast partner or I'm going to mm -hmm. quit. And we've actually been talking about starting another podcast. Go figure. Doesn't make much sense. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to so. keep bickering some more. So yeah. It's okay. All right. Anyways. Hopefully it's entertaining to someone. I don't know. Or just or us. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We actually but, do like each other for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, onto the, onto the topic. We're done. So, yeah. um, rant over. Rant over. So we thought it would be good to talk. Obviously, we don't have a, a guest on today, but we did want to talk to you guys about everything that was announced. So today is the 21st. So July 21st yeah. and yesterday, July 20th. Mm -hmm. uh, CIF made an official statement regarding the 2021 uh, sports mm -hmm. high school sports season. And, um, you know, you can go to the CIF website and find that or go to Joe Davidson's article on the B. There's a lot of places you can find more information about it. But basically the thing that I understood was that sports won't start until January. Um, the, the, the fall sports won't start until January of 2021. And then yep. basically they're only having two sports seasons, correct? They're kind of yep. mashing up uh, the, the would be winter sports with the spring sports. And then that will be extended into June, I think. Yeah. So gosh, I'm just, <laughs> my, my, my brain is like spinning from just knowing how much work all, you know, how much work and planning it is to put on sporting events with facility schedule, you know, any athletic directors listening or co I mean, obviously coaches, you guys know how difficult this is, but to schedule your practices, your games, getting officials. Um, I mean, I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't know how I texted my athletic director and I'm like, this is sounds like a facility schedule nightmare. Mm -hmm. And it just, because yeah, so it's going to be fall sports. I mean, as of now, right. I mean, things keep changing. So as right. of, as of today, um, fall sports start in January and go run through February, March ish. And then, yeah, they, they mashed in winter and spring sports together to start in the, you know, quote, actual spring season of February, March-ish, all the way to June. So, yeah, it'll be and very it, interesting. Oh, for sure. And if anybody is new to this podcast or if anybody maybe forgot, I, mean, I think we've <laughs> I think we've said it enough on here where I don't think people would forget, but you're actually an assistant AD at... Yes. Sheldon High School in Sacramento mm -hmm. or Elk Grove, I guess, right? Um, yeah. So, she, so that being said, Deb is is kind of at the on the forefront of all of this stuff going on, and she's in a lot of meetings and she's hearing a lot of this type of stuff. So, when she's talking about you know the facilities nightmares um, that this is going to cause, like that's you're yeah. like you're directly affected by this in multiple ways because of the title that you hold. 
Yeah. Well, Josh is giving me too much credit. I don't do that much work. <laughs> my, I honestly, I call myself the minion of my athletic director. I just do what she tells me to do. She does. She's amazing. Um, she does all the work, but yeah, but for her, for sure. Well, and like, I mean, I just know the, um, the amount of work that she puts in to schedule everything. You know, we see the schedule and, you know, we work the games and we, you know, just make sure everything is fluid, but, um, it definitely is going to have a huge impact on our everybody. Right. Our, I just, well, and can you, I mean, and I'm trying to think, you know, as of right now, I'm like, how, what, so with what phase are we going to be in by then are for practices when practices do get to start, like in December for football, like football gets to start a little earlier are they going to be allowed to have a full team out there together or are they going to only be able to work in groups of five or six just because right. like, right. Like, cause the standards right now is that's, that's what it is. And obviously no one is allowed to practice right now, but even just doing like an outdoor like workout, like you're still supposed to be socially distance distanced. So right, it's just so much, I mean, so many things can change. Yeah. And that's the, that's the tough thing about when statements like this are made or dates are given, you just don't know, you know, like you said, things can change and things seem to be changing every single day. And at one point it felt like we were moving in the right direction and then all of a sudden things flipped and now it feels like you're back to square one. So yeah, it's definitely a challenging situation. And I was talking to Michelle Raby on the one of our last podcasts Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe at this point it'll probably be two episodes ago and we were just talking about like what can coaches do in this moment as far as staying in contact with their athletes keep trying to keep them encouraged Um, and she was basically like it's tough I don't even even know what to say say sometimes because Mm -hmm. it's such a an, an unprecedented thing that it's not like we've been here before and you kind of have a game plan you're kind of shooting from the hip in a sense, yeah. when it comes mm-hmm. to what you need to say to athletes or how you can keep them, I guess, motivated and encouraged because there's not really too much to stand on, right? You can say, hey, it sounds like things are going to be going going again in January. But if that falls through again, then you're, mm-hmm. you've given them hope for something that's not, <clears throat> not there anymore. So it really is a challenging thing. And, you know, I just feel for all the, the athletes and the coaches that are affected by this. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. Well, and the first thing I thought of too, or when I saw the schedule, I'm like, what football in January? Oh my God, that's going to suck. Like, you know, just like, cause <laughs> the, I mean, they're yeah. used to being a fall. It's still hot. It's still warm. It's nice weather. And yeah. then to go to the winter season, which winter sports are indoor, you know, except for soccer, right. they're, they're usually like, you know, you have basketball inside, you got wrestling. Um, and to have football go outside, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, they'll be fine, obviously. I guess I'm more so thinking on an athletic director standpoint, I got to stand outside in the freezing cold <laughs> the game. And so do the fans. But anyway, it's going to – that obviously is not a big deal. But it's going to – You weren't just, thinking about the fans. No, yeah. I was just no. <laughs> totally thinking about where I'm going to be standing in the freezing cold. <laughs> It's all good. Got to park it. Um, but just, there we go. just yeah. but just switching it to a different season is, I mean, still a bummer. It's better than nothing. That's for sure. And I, I, we have to trust obviously that our, you know, our 
commissioners and anyone else like they're going off of what the CDC is saying and our government like we that's all we can do there's nothing else I mean having pushing sports back like that is better than having no sports at all right that's I mean that's we can't do anything else right I think so and again you know it's something that I feel like and I'm sure you've said this as a coach and I feel like most of us as coaches or people that have mentored other young people have said something to the effect of, hey, control the controllables, mm-hmm. right? You say something to that effect as a coach at some point, whether it's an in-game thing or something you're doing in your workout regimen or your nutrition, just at some point, I feel like coaches <laughs> say that type of phrase. And I don't think there's any more relevant time than now where that applies but it's also really challenging because it feels like at this moment, there's so little that student athletes can control mm-hmm. that when, when they hear that, they say, that's, that's great. But how much do we really have control over right now as far yeah. as this season? And I think it goes back. I, I think nothing's really changed as far as what we started this whole uh, COVID season with when we did that episode. I mean, how like four months ago where we talked about it yep. for the first time, mm-hmm. you just gotta, you gotta keep, you got to keep working. I mean, I I don't think it's, that's not really helpful. Like we'll be honest. That's not the most helpful thing to say. It's not the most encouraging thing, but you know, I I think if, I think if your goal is to continue to get better and your goal is to um, somehow use these obstacles and these challenges to better yourself, that's the only thing you can keep doing. Like try to find ways to keep working out, try to figure out ways to make yourself uh, more mentally tough, try to find ways like read, you know, watch things that are going to make you a better athlete and prepare as much as you can. So that way, that way, when the time comes, you'll be ready. But, um, it just, it feels, it feels difficult to even say that to someone right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, in the world of an athlete, it's almost like a death is occurring. You know, it's like, I'm not around my sport. I'm not, this is all, this is all I love. This is all I know. I mean, for most athletes, I mean, and so for them to not get to, I mean, I, I grew up, playing softball my entire life I don't know I I can't I'm trying to put myself back into my teenage years and if I didn't have my sport and um but yeah what do you say just I mean but athletes should know that you know making like you just said like control the controllables like making excuses is not going to cut it so you do and I know most coaches are telling their athletes, you just, you need to, you need to work on your own at some time, at some point, and you need to do what you can, because we obviously can't do things as a team right now, you know, in terms right. of physically being together. Um, so, and I know many of our guests, when we ask that question, like what, you know, what's going to, what's going to happen or what do you say to athletes or how is this going to affect them? Um, a lot of our guests have said the true athlete will stand out because that's going to be the athlete that's putting in work during this whole time versus the ones that, you know, aren't because, Oh, we're not doing anything right now. Um, so, and I think this, this whole season of this pandemic is definitely hopefully preparing our athletes to be mentally strong for the game because I mean, this is just, I just, yeah. Like, what do you do right now? It's right. I can't, I'm, I'm not an athlete anymore, 
Uh, well, unless we want to talk about my soccer days, of course, but we're not oh, playing indoor uh, soccer right I've, now anyway. I've missed the soccer talk a lot. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> we're actually playing football right now. We could talk about that later, but okay, can't that's wait. our form of soccer. <laughs> actually, but that does look fun. I've never played, but it does look fun. I wanted to try it's it. So, it's so fun. If you, here, Really quick, here's a sidetrack for you guys. If you don't know what foot golf is, it's on a golf course. You bring a soccer ball, and most golf courses have foot golf or excuse me. Yeah. Most golf courses have a foot golf course at each hole. So we literally will be sandwiched in between golfers teeing off and we come up with our soccer balls and there's a, instead of obviously a hole for a golf ball to go in, there's a bigger hole for a soccer ball to go in and same concept, same, we get birdies, bogeys and stuff and pars, but you just kick the ball one at a time until the ball gets closer to the hole. It's pretty fun actually. It, it does look fun. There's foot golf. Is that, now, do you have to do you have to wear a certain attire when you go to the place you go? I mean, we haven't been kicked out yet. <laughs> we just wear. I just. I mean, it's hot outside, so I just wear my running shorts and a tank hat. Sometimes we just wear our, our athletic wear and tennis uh, shoes. Got it. Because there's some places that I've looked into before where they do have a, a little bit more of a strict uh, dress code. Like dress. Oh yeah. Oh, they're like Argyle more- socks. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to walk around that course looking like a douche. No way. No. <laughs> no way. Those so, are more like country clubs, I, I thought. Probably. Like I don't know. I don't know. Golf courses. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know either. I don't golf either. So it's like, but yeah, I, so, I wish I could remember. Well, it's probably good that I can't remember because I can't um, <laughs> say their name. But I, I forgot where it was. But they, I saw that. It's like, oh, well, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. I have, <laughs> well, I've yet to be at a course. And trust me, even when I play regular golf, my golf etiquette is not, is not the best. I, I mean, me and my, my friends and I, or my, I should say my coworkers and I, cause that's all who I golf with. We have our JV clip speaker on the cart uh. and we're playing music <laughs> and we're driving around and we're all, I mean, I don't want to call anyone out, but we're all PE teachers. So we're relatively loud sure, because we're used to yelling and we like right. to cheer and we like to just being quiet is not in our vocabulary. So we have not been kicked out yet, but we're very, yeah, we're very, we, we can be pretty uh, inappropriate and not have our golf etiquette on nice. when we're playing golf. So anyway, well, so, I, I look forward to the day when you do have a story of where you do get kicked out. Yeah. I've personally been yelled at before because they're like, they're t- the people in front of us are trying to tee off. And I'm talking or doing something and they all have to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> that makes sense. So if anything, it's like, it's like a, a citizen's arrest kind of type of deal where my co- my friends will tell me to stop talking and be quiet. Got it. So put, put me in check. If you, uh, if you happen to see Deb on the golf course, uh, don't penalize the podcast for it. Just know that she's her own person. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, no one star reviews for her, be- her exactly. horrible behavior. Least, yeah. So at least, They'll at least hear me and see my red hair. You can't miss that for a mile. So you'll yep, know, that's, that's know true. me when you see me. Yep. Can't. Just wave to me and just tell me to shut up. <laughs> Deb, shut up. You're too Perfect. loud. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry to any of the um, other uh, the redheads out there that are on the golf, right. golf course being loud because you might get called Deb at some point <laughs> <laughs> if you're being loud. Right. Um, that was a sidetrack. I yeah. totally forgot what we were talking about. That's what, that's what we're, that's what we're known this for. This is though. what happens. Exactly. So, and you know, even when, even when you weren't here, I couldn't help but get sidetracked. It happens a lot. Yeah, it yeah. does. And, uh, 
the warm-up questions, I've definitely forgot a couple of times while you were gone. Oh, yep. so I said the warm-up questions. So I just had to, I said I had to shoot from the hip and it worked out okay. fine, but, uh, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So it sounds like I'm needed. Okay. Well, we'll move on. We won't say that anymore. We won't say no. that again. <laughs> I yeah, think we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Reeling it back in though. I think we were talking about the mental health <laughs> of athletes from this whole pandemic, but really like if, because I mean, that could be a whole nother episode in and of itself, just mental health right now. Like you're not with your coaches every day. Kids aren't like, even for me, like my PE students aren't with me every day. Like it's, it's, it's hard. It's, yeah, yeah, I just, I go back and forth because I'm like, I'm like, I want to be in school and I want us, I want us all to be back in school. And obviously like I want, we want all of our athletes in, we want to play, like we need, we need this as a society, but at the same time we're like, okay, but we can't because we don't want anyone to get sick and we don't want to. So it's definitely a, it's a out of our hands type of thing for right now. But I think this season is definitely going to test, going to test the mental toughness of athletes everywhere. Yeah. We actually, have talked about that a couple of times on the podcast, a couple of the podcasts since you've been out. And the scary thing for me is, so if you look at any sports team or any school, you have the athletes that a few athletes at different places that might have the opportunity to play beyond high school and maybe even beyond mm-hmm. college, you never know. And mm-hmm. then you have some that might just be really good high school athletes that maybe they won't play at the next level, but they'll play, you know, a decent amount. And they, they have a passion for that sport. And I think there are some teams that have students out there that maybe play a little bit, you know, but it's not, I think the, you know, it's, it's not, gonna, it's not part of their future. They may not see the field after they're done playing high school sports, but it's also not just like a fun thing that they, they do either. It's something that's really important to their lives. And if they don't have that sport, then they might be at home, like you're saying, and they might, that might be their one sense of community being a part of that, uh, being a part of that team, or it might be their one positive outlet where you don't know what their home home life's like. You don't know what kind of stuff that they deal with in their own head, like you said, mentally, but Mm -hmm. that sport is the one thing that kind of gives them, um, again, a positive outlet and a positive environment to be in. And if you take that away, then you're taking away potentially the one thing that, kind of keeps them going or or keeps their, their mind right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a huge bummer for anybody who has the opportunity to play at the next level. Uh, but it feels like, you know, hopefully there's opportunities for them to, to be seen and hopefully, you know, get everything they need to get in order to play at that next level. But for the ones that don't have that opportunity to play at the next level, this, this plays a different role in their life. I think if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just, you know, there's not the, especially the um, athletes who play their sport year round, like obviously they're not getting the practice and the skills and the conditioning quite at the level as they would be if they were allowed to do that. Um, But I mean, that just comes to mind and you wanted to talk about this as well, but um, now we're thinking about the multi-sport athlete right now when this new schedule starts because, you know, it's like we have the fall season, but then winter and spring are, are smashed together. Right. 
So that's going to greatly affect those athletes who played both a winter and spring sport. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really tough because we've talked often on here and we've had guests talk about how Mm -hmm. important playing multiple sports is to an athlete Yeah. and taking that away. Yeah. It's going to really impact some athletes. And I think not just, you know, maybe mentally because they're used to playing three sports during the year and it's Mm -hmm. a, a good outlet for them. But then I think physically it'll be interesting to see how that affects them because yeah. Say, say you play, so for example, say you play football and baseball, mm-hmm. you're going to be going from football right into baseball. Whereas before you would have either, yeah. you know, if you played like basketball, you would have gone in from football to basketball, then to baseball, or you would have gone from football to a break and mm-hmm. then baseball. But it's going to be really weird for the, anybody who plays those sports to go into that next season to a sport that you're not used to going into. And yeah. I don't know if how that would affect them physically as far as how they play but it's kind of a weird thing right oh yeah this whole like just moving the fall sports to january is going you know is weird and it's going to throw some off and yeah i didn't i honestly that part didn't even occur to me of someone's going from a fall sport break and then spring sport they don't have that break anymore right and then of course like i said the ones playing winter and spring um you know what if you play soccer and baseball or soccer and softball or, you know, and, or basketball and then tennis, like you can't, that's not right. going to be able to happen now. So. Yeah. So it's a huge, huge bummer. And so it adds this, adds this extra pressure to, to those multi-sport athletes because yeah. there will be a decision that's made for them. Yeah. They have to yeah. make for themselves and, you know, say they, they're really good at both of those sports mm-hmm. and they, they love both of those sports how do you decide which one to do, you know, especially, you know, it's really a bummer for seniors, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's like the choice you make is the one that you make. And then you're, you're stuck with that one sport for the rest of the year. You know I mean? You don't have a, you don't, you don't get a do over. You basically, okay, I'm going to choose this one and just know that this is how I'm going to finish my high school career is playing this sport. But I really wish I could have played that other sport that I normally play too. Yeah. So yeah, just a, yeah, it's just, we keep saying it's a major bummer. Yeah, well, and the scary thing is, is that things can are continue or continue to be pushed back, right? So, like, I want to say, like, a couple months ago, or maybe a month ago, I can't quite remember, but when we found out that okay, July twentieth, CIF is going to make a decision in our in in our so like for like athletic directors and coaches and you know even admin, they're thinking like, okay, football is just going to start in September now or something, you know, like they had, we had, we tried to do like a rough estimate of when, you know, fall sports are going to start, but, you know, seeing as to now, like, no, things are locked and, you know, everything's locked down again everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. including Sacramento, obviously. And now things are pushed back more. So it's just, I think the changing. Okay. And here's the other thing. Athletes are so rely on routine. So they right. like, that's just ingrained in them. And I think that's the comfort of just their sport and just being involved in that sport. Cause that could be the only routine thing that they have in their life possibly. And for this to keep changing and they still don't know. And even some athletes are right now probably like, well, we don't even, that could be pushed back some more too, depending on what phase we are in, you know, come November time or December time. Um, that could have a huge mental, you know, mental, um, drain on that athlete too. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think something again that I was talking to Michelle Raby about was, I, I don't even know if this is the most helpful thing, but in my mind, again, we're just trying to, we're trying to figure out something to encourage coaches and athletes you know, when we do this podcast, like we, we've always said we enjoy having fun on here. We've had some fun guests on and we've had some, we've been able to talk about stuff other than this, but like sometimes just the reality of it is we need to talk about these things. And as you and I were talking about before, like, how do you, how do you encourage, what do you say in a, in a time like this? And I think mm -hmm. the thing that I keep coming back to for myself is, yeah, this sucks. Like there's no, there's no getting around it. This whole situation sucks. You, there's a lot that's out of your control that you can't, you know, you can't change. So how do you keep, keep it moving from here? Mm -hmm. And I think if you, if you look at this, like if you try to look ahead and you're looking five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, maybe you have, you have these student, high school students have families at that point. They have, maybe they're a leader in their jobs. Maybe they're coaches themselves at that point. You almost want to like look forward and then from that vantage point, try to look back at this moment and say, okay, in the future, I can actually use this moment and how I respond to this moment as a way to inspire and encourage the, the young people that I'm going to be influencing down the road. Yeah. And so if you look at it that way, I, I think that adds some extra um, value to what they're going through right now. Again, it really sucks. And it's, it's such a huge bummer that they're going through it. But you could allow it to derail you and just continue to stay in a negative space and, and look at the situation and just say, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, and just get angry about it and allow it just to eat away at you. But that's all it's going to do is eat away at you and it's not going to change anything. Or you can use that as a moment to define you and that, that way down the road, your future self can use this moment you know, as a way that you look at, you can look at it. It's like, okay, that was, that became a, an opportunity. I was, I grew stronger from that. I grew more mentally tough from that. And now I can share how I went through that moment and I got through that moment better with the people that I'm around, you know, now and the people that I'm coaching now and, and hopefully that inspires them. So that way you're not just going through it for nothing. You're going through it and you're able to take something away. So that's going to bring value to the rest of your life. Absolutely. And think about how many athletes become coaches. Like a lot of them, they just, that's just in their nature. Even if they, you know, I mean, I know some athletes who are like, no, I'm not going to coach. I'm just going to play. And I'm and I'll look at them and I'll be like, no, you're going to coach. <laughs> you just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, to be able to um, have that impact on them and like, this is a historical, like this is a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but last I checked, this hasn't happened since I've been alive. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, right. So for the, you know, for athletes who are going through it right now to, like you said, have that impact on future, future athletes, maybe athletes who, you know, later in life, the ones who aren't even born yet, like to just let them know, like, this is what was going on. And, you know, this is what I learned from it. And this is what I took from it. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel for athletes right now with how hard this must be, but I also do know, like you said, there are a lot of, especially nowadays, like there are, there are a lot of mentally strong athletes out there that I personally know mm -hmm. that are doing the best that they can with the situation and just doing, working on their own and just even just taking the time to just spend time with family right now. Mm 
mm-hmm. you know, just other mental health things that they could do to um, just to kind of just get together and just focus on and I'm getting a little sappy right now, but just to focus on loving your family, loving yourself and just kind of accepting this is what's happening right now. And like you said, not trying not to let the uncontrollable control you and just, you know, focusing on, well, here's what I can do anyway, you know, cause there's always something that you can do. Um, so anyway, there's my sappy rant about yeah. what athletes can, can try to focus on if they're having a tough time, I guess, looking at just what's going wrong in the world right now. Cause there's always going to be wrong. Every there's always going to be challenges. And a lot of athletes already know this. And I believe, I know that there are a lot of coaches out there who are already have been doing a great job um, tying like life lessons, you know, into practices, games, and just the overall sport of, you know, when the going gets tough and life is hard, you know, how are you going to respond? Right. And so this is like a good, um, obviously real life scenario <laughs> that, right. you know, they are practicing right now. And so um, I know that, I know a lot of coaches are doing a good job, but I just, obviously Josh and I encourage you guys as coaches to just continue to just reach out to athletes and, um, you know, and just be real with them and even let them know, Hey, this is tough for me and my family as well. However, we're still moving forward onward and upward type deal. Right. And I think the thing to remember too, for both coaches and athletes is that in the communities, in your schools, in your families, you are leaders, you know, you're a leader, not only on the field, it's not like your leadership skills and abilities disappear once you leave the field. Mm -hmm. That influence that you have is carried with you at all times. That's why we do this character combine podcast. And we are, you know, our tagline is winning goes beyond the scoreboard because, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that you do as an athlete um, is about character. It's about leadership. And so, just be mindful of that where when you're posting on social media, when you're talking to people, you may not realize it, but there are going to be people that are taking your lead as far as how to respond to everything that's going on. And so if you can use that, you know, if you can use that, those platforms as a way to give hope to people and to encourage people, that's a a way better use than just, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess, being completely negative. And again, it's, I understand why you're negative about this whole situation because there hasn't been a whole lot positive that's come from it, but just keep in mind that you are your words and your, your, the things that you post and the things that you say are affecting other people because you are seen as a leader in your communities. So just keep that in mind. And remember like you're as an athlete, you are in some ways uniquely built for situations like this because you have that discipline, you have that work ethic, you have the mental toughness. So, just keep that in mind and, and don't forget that because there, I think there are a lot of people counting on you and that might be, uh, that might be unfair pressure to put on certain people. But again, I think that athletes and coaches are uniquely built for it. And mm-hmm. so I wouldn't say that if I didn't believe it and I wouldn't say it if I didn't think that all the coaches and athletes, whether you're a starter who's going to go D one one day, or you're a person who's just on a team, the same, same thing applies to all of you guys, mm-hmm. all of you guys and girls, like you guys are, you guys are leaders. And so, yeah. um, you know, we need you to act like it in these moments mm-hmm. and coaches, same thing. Like 
we know it's a lot. You got to lead your families. You have to lead your, maybe at your jobs when there's all this, um, these issues and people are getting laid off and uncertainty there. And then you have student athletes who are looking to you and how do we, how do I, you know, kind of manage that and keep them encouraged yet yeah, we're, you're juggling a lot of things, yeah. but I don't believe that you'd be a coach if you weren't able to do it. And yeah. so, yeah, it might be unfair pressure, but mm-hmm. your, your coaches are built for it. Athletes are built right. for it. It sucks, but I think they're, yeah. I think they're, I think they are built for it. Reach, you found your sound clip for our preview for this episode. You know, when, Josh when you has a, had practice, and when I you do a podcast by yourself. Practice. When you do a podcast by yourself, uh, you learn all this stuff. When you so, carry the weight of the podcast on your shoulders, yeah, which that I've been doing for all of our episodes, but you know, it's just different. <laughs> oh man, so, and you know, here go, and uh, here goes my two weeks' notice right now, dropping it in the mail. If if we had a soundboard where I could play like, like the zingers and like, you know, drops, I would definitely play it like just a snoozing person. Cause I'm like, I'm so tired of hearing her. Like, oh, I'm going to quit. <laughs> like, I'm going to take, take a nap. And uh, <laughs> maybe you're done with this, this nonsense. <laughs> when I'm done with my complaining, my two week notice complaining. No, but seriously. Oh, hold on, like can I that, pause real quick? Hold on. What? Deb is, you guys can't see what Deb's doing, but she is sitting so relaxed right now, like with her arm up on the chair. And I feel like she just came back like, hey, don't forget me. I own this podcast. Like, <laughs> like what is going I'm on very, right now? I'm very relaxed. I am, well, I'm in a new setup. So Josh is used to me stand, standing in my kitchen on my, and that's like all the pictures when we post on our social media, like we just got done podcasting. I, but I'm in a, di- I just, I moved. So in the process of me taking a hiatus and, and seeing my cute little nephew, I, I literally like moved in that whole situation too. So I'm in a different area. I am sitting on a couch with my arm propped up on my, so I got a new podcast station cool. now. So. Wait, so you've been standing up this whole time? Mm-hmm. I thought you were sitting like no, at a counter. I was, no, I was standing like, and I, and this is unusual for me too, because I don't like to sit for a long time. I can't hold still until my head hits the pillow at night before bed. And so, yeah, Josh has caught me at a very relaxed moment. I'm just yep. chilling on this couch, but, but this has been, but this has been fun and a good return. And oh, good. I'm glad fun, a fun topic to, to talk about since all this just happened. I don't know when we're going to drop this one, but like Josh said right now, it's July 21st. Yeah. So we literally be- got news of this yesterday about the CIF releasing this information. Yeah, so this will come out uh, next week. So what would that be? Oh, okay. The twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Yes, Some, something like that. So yeah, you know, a week ago, basically, yeah. is when we recorded this. So yeah, I don't know why we still try to tell people when it doesn't matter. I don't know. Just, I don't care. We've said it. We've said this pre-show before. It's like just say the date and get out. Don't try to explain. It. <laughs> we like to explain. We just yes. we, we like it. it, and it. If you have stayed on this long and you're still listening to us babble, like just thank you so much for sticking by our show. We appreciate you. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I would I would love to know who's been listening from the very beginning. So if, if that's you, um, mm. let us know because I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this- we maybe we have you on the podcast if you've been listening this whole time. If you can. Let us know that you've listened to every single episode. Josh doesn't look like he likes that idea. I'm not sure about that. I kind of like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have you back. That's my great idea. (laughs) Yeah, that could go sideways. I'm sure sure 
that's kind of, it's really rolling the dice because we could get someone that, that we know. And it's like, Oh, that'd be great to have you on the show. Or it could be someone that's like, Hmm, didn't know you listened to the show. And I don't know if this is a good idea to have you on. So <laughs> look at that. Deb's coming in hot I, with the bad ideas. I good ideas are just part of what I bring to the table. Yep. So there we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was an office quote. Probably. Oh Yeah. That's Dwight said that on the episode where um, they do the golden, the golden ticket idea. Yes. The golden ticket. Oh. Idea. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this has been a, it's been a good podcast. I think <laughs> a good welcome great. back. I, yeah. I, you know, I went, I went really long on a couple of our, the last couple of podcasts that I did. Uh, really? I did the bench chatter episode with my brother, Jordan. And I still got to listen to that one. Yeah, you should. That's a fun one. He's definitely coming after your job. And oh. so he talked a lot of trash. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Right. That one went like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dang. And same with Michelle, Michelle Raby. That okay. was a fun, a fun one. And cause I used to intern for her and that oh, one okay. went, I think about an hour and a half too. So yeah, yeah we're, we're, wow. these are getting long. Yeah, they're hitting some records without me. Okay. Yep. It's weird how that works oh, out. Is. I don't know how that happened. I'll pretend like my feelings aren't hurt, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I know she said that before we, we had a call about this podcast mm-hmm. yesterday. It's like, I'm going to pretend, you know, that didn't hurt my feelings and I don't cry too much. Like, Oh, that's fine. That doesn't bother okay. me at all. <laughs> well, luckily for you, my feelings are short lived. So. Oh, good. About 10 mi- I'll, I regenerate every 10 minutes. My feelings. Cool. Good. That's good. That's good to know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue. Some people have said like, Hey, you're kind of mean. I'm like, oh, first of all, it's not intended <laughs> to be mean. Deb knows I'm joking. Uh, but it has made me has made me question a little bit what I say to you on this podcast <laughs> because mm-hmm. people are thinking that guy's right. kind of a jerk. Okay, good. I'm just going to make you think that my feelings are hurt, make you feel bad. Oh, and so. again, that's not going to make me feel bad, but it will uh, it will cause people to comment, send comments to me about how. <laughs> You'll get I get I get some hate emails. We're going to yeah. start getting lower star ratings. Probably it's like we, we no more five stars until you're nice to Deb. It's like all right, well, it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be boring so, though. Then no one will want to listen. I think people only listen to it sometimes because we banter or that's why they hop off early. I think so. Like not, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like at, at minute five, it's when I hear the warm up questions are and they're like, all right, I'm good. Okay. No, no more. That. And I'll yeah. say this too. If, if, cause I think this will be like the 90th episode. If, uh, if wow. people don't, if people don't know what our, uh, um, banter is by now, then mm-hmm. you haven't been listening. So yeah, there we go. Exactly. And Anyways, there you have it. Uh, I'm not there sure. There you how, have how, it. I'm how back. Do, how do we end this one? All right, let's see if she's truly back. Deb, Uh-oh. where can they follow us? Oh, okay. So you guys can follow us on Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and that's it. Nice job. And that was thing. actually probably the smoothest one you've ever done. Well done. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> Everything else, I forgot how to talk, but I remember what was that our sound? tags. So. I don't know. I already forgot what sound I make. Uh, I did. Hey, that was weird. All right. <laughs> All right. And it begins. Yep. Okay. This Welcome back, fun. my friend. We will Thank uh, you. see everybody next time. Okay. All right. See Peace. you. Peace.